Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike show. You might be mocking me or you might be staunchly agreeing with me. I can't tell. I'm mocking you. And the Bulldog. What is Fozzie Bear's role in this production? On WGR Sports Radio 550. That guy was mocking me, I remember now, for saying once that I thought Miko Hardman was good. And I couldn't tell whether he was <laughs> criticizing me or what it was, but uh, he was mocking me, as he told us right there. I have, you know, with fantasy, just anybody, doesn't have to be fantasy, you, you, you hear guys like that that just seem like they're likely to be flameouts. I don't I think it's I mean maybe it's old fashioned, but I think it's really cool when when that happens. I mean they're you're 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 doing pretty well if you get a chance to play for that team, right? And yes. and, and he got yes. two. I mean he was there as a draft pick and then went to the Jets, was brought back. It's just really I I know how I feel about it and it wasn't surprised asking Sal earlier just What's the lesson from Kansas City at wide receiver, which is like two years in a row, they seem like they're really hurting and they win anyway? Should the Bills is is the wide receiver? I don't really mean that this wide could receivers be. Receivers don't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't end up there. I, I by yeah. asking, I don't end up there. But it is, you know, frustrating and almost baffling that Kansas City has won again. I mean, last year's takeaway was, oh, my God, they traded Tyreek Hill and they still won. What's this year's? I mean, they were less good passing-wise. Mahomes' numbers were down this year. Their offense was just they couldn't score. And I don't know. What do you do about this? They won anyway. Mecole Hardman, MVS, it worked. Yeah. I mean, they to, to have their team kind of transform like this, to where the defense is, I mean, look, Mahomes is the MVP of the Super Bowl anyway. He wasn't the MVP in the league again this year. It was was Jackson. Um, but that the, the defense now feels more like an equal partner with them, right? I mean, it, it, the, the Chiefs' story when Mahomes got there was, well, you, you, you might be able to outscore them, so that's the route, right? That's what we wanted the Bills to do, load up. That was That's, that's I think, a lot of the logic behind the wide receiver train, right? I'm, I'm pouring assets into defense. I've got a defensive head coach, and I go there in the championship game in 20, and they just plow me under. And more of the same in 21 in the divisional round. So, like, what am I even doing here? i got to try to outscore them. It's getting harder to outscore them. 
I mean, that, that defense, I mean, we'll see year over year, but two years in a row here, especially this year, I mean, that, that, that defense was a big part of their story. Whereas I think when they won their first one, I felt like their defense was borderline irrelevant. And, and I'm sure that was never correct, but it sure felt closer to that than it does now. Also, it was a different season, you know, for that. Like, the, there was a higher-scoring league, mm-hmm. right. even that recently. What do you think? 803-0550, the Chiefs win again. Here is uh, Mike next. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, you know, I was watching the game yesterday, and bear, bear with me for a minute. So, I'm looking at the difference between Andy Reid and McDermott, not in the terms of their coaching ability, but from the fact that as an head coach who's calling the plays, what an advantage that is to a team versus a offensive coordinator that's calling the plays and doesn't know whether or not the coach is going to choose to go for it on fourth down or not. You know, you look at the Bills game with two minutes and 42 seconds left and they got first and 10 at the 27. I can't fathom that Joe Brady thought or knew that the Bills were in four-down territory. I can't fathom that Josh Allen knew that the Bills were in four-down territory because if he did, I think he would have checked down on that third-down pass rather than go for it into the end zone because we're still going to try to get a, a first down. And the advantage of having a coach who's your offensive coordinator calling the plays setting it up knowing in his own head this is my plan because I'm going for it on fourth down if we're less than x number of yards I just think that's a huge advantage well I guess Mike I would say that it shouldn't be too much to ask that the coaches communicate that with each other it would surprise me if they don't honestly I don't know? know that, but it would surprise me if they don't. I, I feel like that's how that's how they they portray it. I think talking about it, um, but I, I don't know. And it is you know it is more streamlined if it's one dude. <laughs> it doesn't have to be any communication uh, there. If Reed knows what he wants to do and what he intends to do, then he can just do it. Whereas you know Brady might have to check with McDermott. But I yeah I I'd be very surprised if they don't talk those things through. If they didn't, I mean I don't want to do this that one play again but the second down play like well we can if you if you want uh it's egregious if they did not have that conversation there with the two-minute yeah. warning to offer them more time to make sure everything was buttoned up um i don't know w- was that four down territory what would what would the bills have needed to have to get for the first for going for it to be the the call there Fourth and three at the most? I, I, I would say three, and even that to me isn't a slam dunk. Like, I would what, have been shocked if they'd gone forward on fourth and three Yeah, me in too. that spot. That's yeah. the 21-yard line it would be. All right. Yeah, whatever whatever yardage you're comfortable running Allen, I mean, I know you can, you know, it's, <laughs> if you want to say Fourth it, and 80. The, 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 right. It's their best play. But, you know, you feel like that little, the, their version of the, of the push there, I, I don't think fourth and three is that. That's not say so you can't get it on a, with a different running play, even a different quarterback running play. But it's not that automatic, um, uh, you know, with with the push that you know it is on fourth and one. Say, 
All right, here's Gina next. Hi, Gina. Hey. Hi, guys. Um, Hi. I got a couple of things to say. Number one is just a recap for the season. I'm grateful. I'm happy. I'm hopeful. I'm proud of our Bills. I love our coach. And I guess I just respect the game from a female standpoint. I respect the game. I respect the talent. I respect how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. So I am hopeful for next year. Maybe a little bit of tweaking. We get a little closer. But being a Fossil fan and waiting and waiting and waiting, it may never happen in my lifetime. But I am grateful for where we've come and where we are now. So that's my first point. And thank you for always making my drive home very entertaining and always laughing. I'm always laughing when I'm listening to y'all. My second point is I got to burst your bubble. I don't know which one of you said this, Uh-oh. but I hate to tell you, Tom Brady is going to kill it. Two weeks ago, I listened to a Pat McAfee show with Tom Brady on there. I find myself intrigued by the guy. Mm-hmm. He is really, really passionate about what he does, and he is studying, and he is looking forward to this, and he is basically telling you, wait, I'm going to be good. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes, but I'm going to be good. And I think he's going to be funny. He's going to be charming. He's going to be intuitive. And he's going to be colorful. I'd rather dig a tunnel with my mouth. Right, right. That have to listen to him. It's going to make us all insane. I would rather dig a tunnel with my mouth (laughs) than have to listen to him every week. I tell you, I just vomited in my mouth saying all that. (laughs) But you got to give the guy props. The guy is good. And I, I predict something. I, I refuse. I refuse to give him props. I refuse. You're, 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 you're with me, Gina. I was the one who said it. Like I'm, bra- I'm bracing for him to be great at it. Oh. Uh, I have somewhat in- intentionally avoided. I can remember. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, and maybe some of our audience is even reminded of this too. That, given this conversation, Sale talking about the different show, the man on the, what the, what the heck's the name? There was, there was some, some Brady show while he was still playing, right? Um, that Sal was raving about. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't watch it because it'll make me like him, and I don't want to like him. And that's where I think I'm going to end up on the TV stuff. I, 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 I'm bracing for it to be unavoidable for me to give him credit for being good at it. Well, if what you want is not to like him, let me help you. <laughs> I'm willing to play that part. Okay, good. I would like to think I'd be open-minded. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I will be, you know. We all mm-hmm. have our biases. Right. So um, I'm not expecting it, but I hear you, and I hear Gina. Like, he's actually good, and we will find out. I like I like the imagery of digging a tunnel with my mouth. So, so I heard... Very good job. I've I, I, I been <laughs> waiting for years to use that. Uh, I heard Joshua Molina say that on a podcast once, an actor, and I just loved it. I just filed it. I'd rather dig a tunnel with my mouth. Yeah. He, somebody in his life said it. Maybe his dad. Uh, Richard is next. Hi, Richard. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Uh, Good. You know, I've always wanted to say this. The long-time listener, first-time caller. Ha, ha, ha. Um, you know, I won't keep you long. I just kind of wanted to get you guys' opinions on the whole uh, Travis Kelsey hissy fit. Um, you know, I, it's no surprise, Stefan Diggs, even during the offseason, the guys under the microscope, everybody picks apart everything he does, you know. Um and then you see Travis Kelsey throwing a hissy fit and almost knocking Andy Reid 
clean over, over uh, yeah. on the sideline. You know, I thought that was pretty bizarre. Uh, nobody seems to really be talking about it. Doesn't I haven't really heard much about it since. I tried to avoid watching the game, but the little bits and pieces that I saw, that was one of it. And uh, frankly, I thought it was pretty weird. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, just imagine <laughs> if it was one of our guys that did it. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to listen now to what you guys got to say. I'm just curious. Thanks. Have mm-hmm. a good day, guys. You too. What? What's the question? Like, what if Stefan Diggs had done that? Well, I don't know. Travis Kelsey, I think, is getting a lot of criticism for it. I think it's deserved. I mean, I have seen a lot of people um, either express or feign outrage about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different stereotypes and different judgments are made uh, for different reasons on on different players. And so a lot of people might have elicited a different reaction. It's not like Kelsey is not in the spotlight himself. So it um, wasn't a great look, to put it to put it nicely. You know, if, if the Bills had won the Super Bowl, like the Chiefs did, and that had happened involving Diggs, the first one of Bulldog or myself to bring it up would have hell rain on them because they won the game. Right. Here it is, the first time ever the Bills have won the Super Bowl, and you you guys are talking about, right. like, that's what would have happened. If, it, it, since yeah. you're asking if a Bill had done it, that's what I think would have happened to me if I had criticized it, any Bills player for doing that, the day after they won a, you know their first yeah. championship. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, vi- a vital factor uh, for the conversation surrounding that incident that the Chiefs won the game. If they had lost the game, I think – the, the hot takes are off the charts about it and, and what it meant, that they came unglued, and their best guy is accosting their coach somewhat violently even. Uh, like, that would all be the only thing, maybe, people would be talking about from the game. But they won the game, and they did, both of them, Reed especially, because he's the one who's, you know, attacked there, I guess. I mean, if that's not sure. too strong. Uh you know, just brushing it, you know, just putting it putting it on the side and not leaving it like in a, Reed didn't seem like he minded that much. And, and if he had, then I think it would be even more of a problem. So you just got they, they just did a great job of managing even that, which was, you know, a pretty outrageous scene to have a player accosting the coach like that during the game. Reed did exactly what I would want him to do. You know, if that is McDermott, I'd want him to do the same thing. Act like, look like you're ignoring it. Right. Keep your head. You know, players are going to get hot. This guy's earned a lot of um, clout. Kelsey, presumably with his coach also, they both kind of downplayed it, entirely downplayed it after the game, made jokes about it. So, I don't know. The thing that's the same, or one thing that's the same, if it's Diggs, who's had his blow-ups, you're still going to have him on your team. You're still going to have Travis Kelsey on your team. Even if it was actually ugly and there's a, right. p- a problem between the two, he's probably still coming back. And Diggs is coming back, you know? At, at least that's ha- that has been the case. <laughs> we, I think that'll be the case this mm-hmm. year. But um, but we don't know. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for bringing that up because at least we had not talked about it yet. So you're right if you if you mean us, how you hadn't heard much said about it. Uh, Chris is next. Hi, Chris. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, like, the complete opposite of the woman who was a couple callers ago. Like, I I even think that watching San Fran on the sideline when they kicked that field goal in overtime, 
I don't know exactly what I expected to see when they were panning to them, but even they were on eggshells and they were nervous. And that's how I felt watching it. Mike said he'd rather dig a tunnel with his mouth <laughs> than listen to Tom Brady. I'd rather like eat glass than have Kansas City win another Super Bowl. And it's not, um, I, I can reckon, I'll, I'll, the point I want to make is like, I can recognize the greatness, obviously, right? If you're a fan, it's hard not to look at, Mahomes and Kelsey and be impressed, but it's, I think it's just the, it's the accumulation of <clears throat> losing to them in the playoffs, obviously. And then these, these things that keep happening, uh, like Mahomes in that presser when he was a big baby about the penalty and mm-hmm. with Kelsey and the, and the, the, the coach thing last night. And I just think that that makes it harder and harder to, uh, as that woman said, like respect and appreciate them. Whereas with the Patriots, enough time has passed where even though I, of course, don't like Tom Brady, it's maybe it's like recency bias, but they don't bother me as much now because we're so far away from it. So I'm grateful too for the team that we have. Look, I live in DC. Like this team is there. They got nothing happening. Like they got, they're nowhere. They're nowhere with quarterback. They're rebuilding again. I'd much rather be in the position that the Bills are in, but uh, a Bills fan than a Commander fan. But oh my God, I can't watch KC win another. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Anyway, that's it. Thanks. Thank you. I definitely feel that. I I have to admit that my stance on the AFC title game, right, not wanting Baltimore to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs and Reed. Uh, you know, somebody's going to knock them off in the AFC. I want it to be, you know, the Bills. Um, I have to say that that bled over into the Super Bowl to me. Even though the Niners aren't in our hair, um, you know, any other team, you know, making it look like the Chiefs are actually fallible, um, I I, I, I like that they're there and that I, I have to take them down. I mean, somebody else might. The Bengals already did it once, um, and Tampa did it once in a Super Bowl. I, I, I think as this off season just for me kind of gets going, I'm gonna like having that. Uh, e- even though it's you know, I know what I'm signing up for. I mean, I'm I'm calling them inevitable at this point with with you know the way they just find ways to win these games. You know, they go on the road and and win two playoff games and then win this Super Bowl in overtime. It's very hard to not be impressed, but I don't mind that they won. The only the only area I mind that they won is that if you if you're trying to uh, you know keep score for the decade or something like that, them having a three nothing lead on you is gonna it's gonna be tough to catch them. Um, but that's for sure. Next season and the seasons that come after, like how, however next year ends. If it doesn't end with a parade down Delaware Avenue here for all of us, I, I feel like chasing them, it's not like New England to me. Because New England lorded over us, and we could not get out of our own way. We just could not do anything about it. We just were not equipped. And I know it's easy maybe to feel that way about these Bills and these Chiefs because of the way the playoffs have gone, but it has been right there. They are there. So, you know, I don't know, step back this year, retooling the roster and whatever's going to have to happen. I I think I'm going to be energized by 
I guess I'll, I'll admit I'm choosing to be energized by the quest to knock them off. Like, somebody's going to have to do it, and I hope it's us. Well, you know, that's all uh, well put. Like, that's really sort of a, from the Bills fan standpoint. And I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not saying one is better or worse. Um, maybe this is more like my being a little bit more detached from the Bills emotionally. But I don't even think about the Bills watching this, this game. Like, it's just I, – I think if I'm – Dare I even say it this way? I think if I'm a player on the team, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I'm not in it. And so after that, I might have a friend or an enemy on one team or the other. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I do think it is interesting for the legacy stuff. That no matter who's in the game, I found New England terribly unlikable. And, you know, you could go back and try to figure that out. Is, is it really that controversial? I mean, I just found I found their games tough to watch, impossible to enjoy. And so what I love about this stuff is when you do have legacy at stake, if you will, and you do have like a, a Kansas City team like New England was, can somebody take them out? In a season where it just seemed like, of course, eventually somebody would take them out. Like, that's compelling. So I'm sitting there watching. I cared about my bets. And I cared about that. Like, are they actually going to lose? That was last week. That's even the Bills game from a more neutral, uh, you know, standpoint. That That's really good. Like, I did not get into Bengals-Rams very much. I never thought about the Bills during Bengals-Rams, really. Except, actually, that's not true. I thought about the Bills a lot during that game because that's the one where it felt like it should have been them. Yeah. <laughs> this was never Buffalo's year. It doesn't really work like that. Was it Kansas City's year either? Not exactly. It was maybe Baltimore's year or San Francisco's year, and Kansas City won. So that's just talk. But th- this one, um, I think I think it's super compelling. Last year was the same thing, to see if they're going to win again against a top opponent. They, both years in a row, they played the best team in the NFC. I think that that's very much safe to say. They got pushed hard in both games, and they still got there. I don't know. That doesn't offend me. That doesn't upset me. I, I more just sort of, I'm in awe of it. I'm jealous, but I'm more in awe of it. New England, I never felt, I, you have to respect it. But man, I, I, I like this a lot more. Uh, between, just comparing the two. Comparing the two. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, I think right. Reed is super likable. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the, the fan base is likable enough. I mean, every winner is insufferable, but it's not Boston. Holy cow, that was just the worst. Boston was, at that time, they were winning in every sport. Aren't they still kind of? I mean, they're just so so many championships. I, I just can't take any more Boston. Kansas City, they're, they're nice. They're fine. I'm sure many of you have had run-ins. They're mad online with Chiefs people. I don't know. I don't care about that. I just feel like as these things go. What does this sound like? Does it sound like a speech for the Chiefs? I don't want to be making a speech for them. I'm just telling you like my honest yeah, feelings yeah. as a fan are like, all right, this team is kind of chasing history with these games now. If they're going to beat the Bills and, you know, on and on, like let's see if they can do it. Win or lose, it would have been it's going to be interesting to talk about. And that's interesting to me. Didn't really have any sort of feel for San Francisco winning. Like that wouldn't have been so great. They've won a lot. They've got five. That's a dynasty team, historically. 
It wasn't yeah, like I, it wasn't like an upstart. They were playing Bulldog, you know. No, definitely not. No, they 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 have been one of the. I mean, they had a, a weird injury year a couple of years ago, but they. I mean, since they were in the Super Bowl against this same team a few years ago, they've been pretty much what you saw yesterday. I mean, that's been them. So, um, you know, um, they're definitely a worthy worthy opponent. I 100% agree that it was the best team in the NFC, and I would say the same thing about the Eagles last year. Yeah, I, I think it. the big difference for me, in case it wasn't clear from what I said earlier, is that the Bills are a contender. And even though it's frustrating to, like, you know, fall at the, the altar of the Chiefs, all these years in the playoffs, I, I, I think I've got I've got a chance. I've got I've got just as good a chance next year as I had the, any of these previous years, and I'll have done they'll have done something if they take that team down. And I don't know. I'm I'm here for that challenge. I guess recognizing I might not ever get over the hill, but I I I like it that way. Right now, I like that there's a kingpin team because I don't feel like I'm that far off from the kingpin team. The Patriots were the kingpin team, and I might as well have been like a little loop team. I mean, it just didn't, didn't, I was not in the same area code, zip code, stratosphere, anything. Would you take, would you take a Bills Super Bowl win next year if Kansas City, if it meant Kansas City goes six and 11? (laughs) Yes. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. (laughs) You didn't have to beat the Chiefs. 803-0550, love to hear from more fans talking about last night, how it felt. I mean, unless it just makes you sick, then or maybe maybe it'll feel good to say that, to get it off your chest, right? Back after the update, this is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.